most beautiful beings in the world are those who are brave enough to go in and really work through those parts and just to be able to do that so that they can create space for that embodiment. It's a journey. This is really why they call it a journey. Welcome to Real Souls, Real Spirituality, Real Connection. A podcast about real day-to-day spirituality and navigating our spiritual human experience. This is a podcast for people keeping it real and anyone with a soul. (laughs) (laughs) Our hope for this podcast is to engage in raw, authentic conversations about what it means to be a spiritual being. We are going to have so much fun exploring some deep topics and create a dialogue about spirituality. We would like you, the listener, to feel connected to your spirituality and as part of a soul community. We are never alone in this journey as we are all souls. So let us get real. Hi, everybody. Today, we are going to be talking about two critical parts of any spiritual practice or experience, grounding and integration. These two practices are so often overlooked by people in their daily spiritual journeys and foregoing them can lead to feelings of frustration, a pause in your spiritual journey, and feeling stuck. So if you are feeling a little stuck today in your spiritual journey, maybe it's tied to grounding and integration. Stick around because I think you might be interested in our conversation. Okay, so today we have our first guest. I'm pleased to welcome you. Danielle's Pure Magic. She's an extraordinary energy healer, channeler of light language. She's so full of love and light and bring her unique abilities so that people can tap deeply into their spiritual journeys with clarity and insight. Uh, Danielle also has a, such a deep connection with the realms beyond. And through her work, she facilitates profound shifts in consciousness helping individuals remember their true essence and align with their soul's purpose. It's been lovely to watch my friend Danielle working with others with such tenderness and devotion to their healing. And she's also amazing and organizing retreats. We're so excited, me and Victoria, that are going to team up with her for our next retreat in Mount Shasta for Starseeds in September. So we're so excited to work with her. Welcome, Danielle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. To begin, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and who you are. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so a little bit about myself. My, my passion and my mission here is to Gabby mentioned it pretty well in the introduction. That was lovely. Thank you. Um, But my passion really truly is to help people fully embody their light and their gifts so that they can shine and share, but also feel anchored and safe Mm -hmm. on on this planet. Mm -hmm. And in, in doing that, it does take dedication and work and patience with yourself and um a tremendous amount of bravery because a lot of us have blockages or trauma or wounds within our physical body or energetic body that we have to yeah be brave enough to really go in and and look Mm -hmm. at and clear so that we can create space for all of us to land home in this in this physical body so yeah i love that about you and the integration that you stand for and the being grounded into this physical experience as well as being cosmic 
Mm-hmm. So I love that about you. It's a good balance. Well, I think that we've forgotten that we can be both. I think for so long, we're either, I mean, even myself, when I, when I began my journey, um, you know, some people get lost in the ethers, whether it's through plant medicine and that becomes an addiction in itself. For me, it was actually through meditation. And when I, when I really started to open up my channel and I would go into these meditations, I was, you know, traveling Mm -hmm. through rainbow portals and ended up on other planets. And it, it became, it became an addiction in itself to just want to be there because Mm -hmm why would I want to come back here? It's really like heavy and hard here. I'm dealing with so much and it's, yeah. And so being able to understand the, the healthy limit of being able to go to that space, but integrating all of that back and, and also creating a reality on this planet where it doesn't feel so awful to be here. I think a lot of people might know the word integration, but I don't know how many people understand really what that is and what it entails. Can you talk just a little bit about what do you mean by integration and what, what does that look like to somebody sitting on their couch listening to this podcast? The way that I've really worked with integration is when we, when we consciously choose into our healing and our great awakening journey, we have big profound experiences whether whether it be incredibly blissful and these incredible downloads and it's cosmic or we are going into more of our shadow work and we're having a lot of painful memories or trauma that's emerging so no matter where that is on the spectrum we have to allow ourselves the time to fully integrate whatever it is that's coming up. And then in order to do that, we also have to understand that it works in different stages. So I've generally found that first cognitively we will, so let's say we're going to work with, with trauma integration. Okay. So first we, we cognitively understand, okay, this, this is what happened. So this is where talk therapy is really good, right? We can talk about it. We begin to understand it and we can begin to accept it in our mind. And then sometimes it comes after, sometimes it's in in between with the the talking about it, but we have to go through the emotions of all of it and know that it's safe to feel all of the emotions and Mm -hmm. to really allow yourself to express them. So whether it's sadness or even rage. I like to, I don't like to just say rage. I call it sacred rage because Mm -hmm. for men, if they're feeling angry, then there's this tag above their head of, oh, they're unsafe or Mm -hmm. scary. Or for women, like, oh, you're not allowed to express in that way. Women are never supposed to feel full rage. But so really knowing, okay, this, this is me being able to express all of my emotions and feel all of the emotions that are coming up. And then lastly, our physical body. So we can, a lot of people stop at that point. That's the layer that most people stop at in their, in their trauma healing. That emotional. The emotional part. They just think, okay, well, I've, I'm good. I'm done. I've done my, I understand it. I've cried about it. We're done. But no, you're not. It's like, (laughs) 
<laughs> it's that kind of way. Yeah. And so, and so then it's like, okay, well, most people are still feeling aches and pains in their body, or they're still not seeing themselves where they want to be. And it's because that trauma is actually still stored in your physical mm -hmm. body. So this is the piece that when I went through my own healing, I didn't, I didn't know about somatic release. I, I actually didn't know what it meant and why I was just all of a sudden full on shaking almost thought wondered if okay is this like a seizure in a sense because mm -hmm. I would just shake 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 but I really trusted my body and I and I just fell into it and it was like no I this is this is actually how I'm moving this energy so really understanding how your body wants to integrate and clear the energy from your physical mm -hmm. body and it takes time. It does. Yeah. Absolutely. It takes time. It takes time. a lot of time. Yeah. But the beautiful thing is when we can really understand all parts of the, the trauma integration process, it does get faster. So a layer of memory, a trauma that maybe would have taken six months in the past, now you're like, oh, okay. Here we go. Mm -hmm. This memory's coming up, so I'm going to let myself emotionally fill all the fillings. I'm going to just get my weighted blanket, my eye mask, and let my body just shake for as long as it needs to shake. Maybe we're here 30 minutes. Maybe we're here three hours. Yes. But I'll know when I'm done, and I trust. I trust my body. And then it becomes so much faster. Mm. And it doesn't have to be a dragged out process because we're really trusting our physical body. But it takes building that it up beautiful. to that place. And I think a lot of times people, our society has this idea that, you know, you, you have a trauma and then within a certain amount of time, whatever that magical time is, you should be done and we don't want to hear about it anymore. And you're at <laughs> the end of your line and they stop, they stop themselves short yeah. or they're stopped by by the people yeah they don't give them that time that you're talking about danielle why why do you think that so many people in the spiritual community avoid that integration period well i i don't think that there's a lot of education around it exactly that's that's it really there's just not a lot of education around it and so if more people really understood the process and and for everyone you can do this on your own if you have a safe space at home you can do this on your own you don't need you don't need to have anyone else doing this with you or obviously for you this is this is where it's like it's you yourself and i and actually the process of situation yeah yeah, okay. yeah but it will any of it right it's really just learning to trust yourself so completely throughout your entire process it's it's nice i will say it is always helpful to have someone that you can call that you can trust and say hey this is what i'm going through just to get validation or to know like okay it is quote unquote normal what you're experiencing that or they can see blind spots that maybe you can't yeah that kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and as far as integration with plant medicine or, like I said, even really cosmic meditations or downloads that we receive or big blissful experiences, it's just as important to take, to take that time to let those experiences 
really land and activate mm -hmm. and and manifest in the physical world so rather than oh that was so incredible i'm ready to go sit with with ayahuasca again no like let let that entire experience fully integrate with you yeah. and that can take that can take a long time <laughs> yeah i think like in our work we see a lot of people that do ceremonies with plant medicine multiple of them but nothing's changing in their lives mm -hmm. yeah. they're still stuck and they think that oh i need to go again to get what i needed that i didn't get and it's because they're missing that grounding and integration yeah. after yeah. yeah they're not embodying what they're learning yeah, exactly yeah so that becomes the problem and it's not as doing a disservice to plant medicine too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah good yeah what about um, grounding? Tell us a little bit about the importance of grounding in our everyday life and, and how do you do it? Yeah, yeah. So grounding is incredibly important because how, you know, I, I believe we sign up to come to this planet to really experience being on this planet. There's things on this planet that we actually don't have access to experiencing on other planets. Mm -hmm. And one of those is really truly being able to connect with with her, with Gaia, with nature. And to do, I mean, for me, it's like, I used to have this misconception of grounding. I used to think, oh, I'm totally grounded. I love going on hikes and I love going out. I'm totally grounded. I mean, totally grounded. I'm just laughing because I had a similar experience. So I get And then it's like, I had this like, really just like, yeah, spirit just, no, you're not. You don't, you actually. You're not grounded. You don't feel safe in your body. Yeah. This is our, this is, and so it's like grounding is going to come in from our root chakra, which is safety. And um, so it's, oh, let's see. I'm just going to try to take a step back on, on grounding. So first I will say what I do every day to ground mm -hmm. myself is I sit outside every morning. Doesn't matter if it's five degrees outside. I put my coat on and I go and sit outside. And I really just, I sit with myself and I sit with her and I breathe and I actually visualize because I've had experiences, especially sitting in, in Hawaii, where you could just see the swell coming and going. And I was like, oh my gosh. That's your breath. Oh, wow. I'm breathing with her. Oh, I'm actually sinking my breath with the earth. Oh, and that was an incredible, profound experience in Hawaii that I had that I actually took with me. And so when I'm, when I'm outside every morning, I'm actually visualizing my breath sinking with her breath. And that's, that's one way that I'm really connecting with myself and connecting with, with her. But again, it's kind of going to be contradicting to what I said, where you love nature, but you're still not grounded. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So to me, when I really think about grounding, that means full embodiment. Mm -hmm. And that's going to go back into doing our work, 
creating space for all of our parts, all of our pieces, our, our full sovereign soul to land and be here and to be a, a, just this vessel of light that is grounded and connected and a rippling from, you know, in, into the planet and then just shooting outwards. So to me, embodiment equals grounded. Yes. yes. So many people miss that other step. They're like, oh, I'm going to go ground and walk on, on the earth without shoes. And now I'm grounded. Yeah, and then five yeah. minutes later, they're ungrounded again because yeah. it's like they're missing that embodying. Yeah. The groundiness. Yeah. The earth ourselves. Yes. I love that. I think it's so beautiful what you said that um, it's just the lack of education out there regarding this. Yeah. Because yeah. there are so many. I used to be there. I used to be one of them that um, thought that I could just. I call it spiritual bypassing or I could just bypass all my shit. Right. Yeah. And, um, go straight to the, the other worlds. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was healing all of my trauma. I thought all of that stuff and boy, spirit smacked me upside the head <laughs> with that one. I had a major dark night of the soul. So everything you're saying is just resonating because that has been my experience when spirit knocked me upside the head. <laughs> Yeah, totally. I mean, and I, I only speak from my own experience too, right? And so it's, it's, it really is something I think that, that whether it's on your journey or not, if it is, then you will get to that point of like, okay, it's not all about just connecting with my spirit guides and, yes. like, you know, oh, I meditated and I saw my, my dragonfly in the number three, 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 but it, it, it's, it's, sure. It really is a roller coaster, and to me, the most beautiful beings in the world are those who are brave enough to go in and, and really work through those parts, and just to be able to do that so that they can create space for that embodiment. It's a journey. This is really why they call it a journey. And, you know, all the other things are great. It really, it is so healthy and beneficial to go on hikes and yeah, to be outside yeah. barefoot so don't yeah. stop doing any of those things you know i i can play three songs maybe three songs on the guitar and like they're twinkle twinkle little star and i got to a point where i wanted to be that great guitarist i had a friend in college who was amazing natural guitarist he could pick it up and play anything and i thought from here where i am playing twinkle twinkle little star to where that man is is a road I am not choosing to go down. It's hard. It's long. He studied for years. And I think that's the choice that you're talking about. We can um, do, we can go through the motions. I could play my little chords, but it's that choice to embody it. I love the way you yeah. put that embody to it's embody like that. Practicing. Practicing right? it. Yeah. Yes. Even when it's really not fun. Cause the meditations where you're up there with three, three, three and, and the dragonfly <laughs> are great. But what about the ones where you're, where it's a, a lot more painful? It's like the real work is not meditations right it's in yeah. like everyday life where things get hard that's where our work is yeah totally and being yeah. able to like step back and notice our reactions and notice but then also notice oh my gosh i used to react that way and now mm -hmm. right and then right. giving yourself some you know some kudos yeah. and, and celebrate that because Life is ceremony. Every day is medicine. It's it's really important. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Like Life we, is ceremony. Every day is medicine. And like I think that we are that medicine. You know, we go in and and do different medicines, but the medicine is us. 
also like that's part of embodying it's like saying we go to our our guides but we are our guides you know same idea what can somebody do now for grounding right now somebody's on the couch what can they do okay mm. good question well it just depends on where you're at right so that's that's a tricky question that's tricky because <laughs> because it's i mean if if it's like well where where are you at in your journey that could look different depending it's gonna on look different you. depending on this but the one thing i will say that everyone can do and should do every single day is sit with themselves whether it's five mm -hmm. minutes or 30 minutes sitting with yourself and, and i don't ever want to hear that you can't meditate or you don't have time but when you can really just sit and set an intention, I mean, every day, this is, this is one of my most sacred practices that no, like nothing will ever get in the way of it is, is me. Yeah. Sitting, breathing, really intentionally breathing, right? Our body is very intelligent and breathes for us all day long but what does it actually feel like to breathe with that intention and then i allow myself to really go into my heart space and i and i talk to my higher self from that space i think that that's another misconception our higher self that is you and they are communicating through your heart and so when we can land in our heart space and then I just, I just sit with myself and I feel my true essence and I set the intention of the day of everything that I do is coming from my heart space and I, and I'm deeply connected to my heart and my higher self. And, and this is just where I'm at. Yeah. So that's, I don't know if that's necessarily grounding, but that's at least a practice that you can begin. It's bringing in a foundation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I love what you said about making the time for it, because I hear that a lot too. Oh, I don't have the time to meditate or I don't have how many, and I'm guilty as charged. Okay. So I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. How many hours a day or whatever do we spend scrolling social media or, you know, we can take yeah. five minutes off of social media to do whatever we need to do to ground ourselves, to sit, sit with ourselves, like you were saying. So that's kind of a, an excuse that I'm like, when people give that to me, I'm like, no, how much time are you spending on social media? You can spend five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's just five. Right. Yeah. I actually have to tell a funny story. So, and I realize yeah. most, actually, I, I'm even guilty. How are you? Good. Yeah. Right. So there's this, I was leaving Costco and, you know, they checked the receipt and I was like, how are you today? Not good. Lonely. Want a girlfriend? And I was like, I had no idea how to even. I was like, oh. It, but I was so grateful for just this, like, raw, like, I, honestly, I am not good right now. I'm actually really lonely. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm so sorry. And thank you for your honesty. Yeah. And it was just, just kind of a... A funny story the societal norm is you don't ever say how you're truly feeling yeah. you say good and that's it that's what's acceptable yeah. and so to hear something different it just kind of catches From you a stranger too <laughs> that's kind of the, the funniest part about it but yeah i want to talk a little bit about the work that you do with gaia with mother earth mm -hmm. and she's going to explain that to us because it's beautiful work and yeah, why do you feel and why are you doing that work? 
Well, the funny thing, why it's just, I mean, I just had to, it was like, there was no other option. So it, it really began with a dream that I had no idea would ever become my reality. So my, my big awakening myself was actually yoga and really having a dedicated yoga practice myself it was it was my gateway to my healing mm -hmm. and eventually i wanted to start i just had this vision of doing retreats not only retreats but i was like oh my gosh i want to do sailing retreats like is this even <laughs> a thing i don't know but i just want to go out into the world and sell and host retreats and at the time it just felt not accessible at all um just in my my situation and anyways i got out of that situation that made me feel like it wasn't accessible and i proved to myself and to every i mean i was like the crazy divorcee who should just go out and get like a nine to five job and everyone's like, what is wrong with this lady? Like she must be insane. Because no one just spends a year in the hills or takes care of themselves. I just did, I did nothing for a year. And I really, I mean, my parents were genuinely like they were concerned, but I, it was, it was the first time I decided to choose me even over my my sweet children. It was like, no, like I need to do this for me so I can actually show up as a better mom and as a better just me. I need to right. find out who I am. Right. And um in that in that beautiful process i i met my my new partner and we just start talking and sharing dreams and he's like well i'm i'm a captain <laughs> i'm like wait what <laughs> i want to host sailing retreats <laughs> give me chills and the it goes even more beautiful so he's he's from he's from europe and we we plan our first retreat we're going to the turks and caicos and it, i had no idea i'm like i'm just putting it out there it fills up in like two weeks and i'm celebrating every sign up and then we get this notice that steve can't leave can't leave america because he has to wait for his travel permit oh. so then i'm like wait hold on universe there's no freaking way I'm traveling internationally by myself hosting a retreat and the universe was like well yeah you are actually it took two years for his travel so the first two years I hosted all of the retreats by myself obviously we hired other captains but the, the beautiful part looking back was he's he's a nomad. He's a world traveler. He's an adventurer. So he's never been in one place longer than six months. So here he is forced to just be oh my goodness. in one place <laughs> and to just feel that patience of just, okay, like I, I can just be here. Mm -hmm. And I was forced to know that I actually can 
do this on my own. And without him and I coming together, I never would have been, honestly, I don't know that I would have been brave enough to just find a boat and find a captain and do it myself. So it gave us this this door, but then actually gave us the exact lessons that we both needed now he can travel and we do the retreats together but <laughs> i don't even remember why, why did i tell I this story no it, it doesn't matter I thought it's a great story places on earth call you oh that's what it was so 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 anyways i had this call to just travel and obviously a lot of people want to travel but there was this this pull it was like Kind of what I talked about with her breath, you know, I felt, I felt this deep connection. I felt as, as if when I was healing, she was healing or mm -hmm. vice versa. And I, I felt our nervous system connected and, and our breath and just this, this connection that felt deeper. And I remember sharing it with some people that are like, I mean, I love earth, but I don't, I don't necessarily feel that same way and it just kind of got me reflecting on okay well what what is this that I feel because I also even have this this feeling of well yeah she's my mother but I also am her mother and um I actually yeah I had I had a, a session with Gabby where it really it, that really gave me some clarity on what that premonition was as to why I felt all of these these deep connections with with Gaia and so when I'm planning the retreats I don't look at where the hot destinations are I don't look at what other retreat holders are doing I just get this call to where I need to go and that's it and I, I plan the retreats and we go. Um, this is what I was doing for a long time until I was in, we were in Baja and we were doing a workshop on the beach and I just heard this voice go, go and walk by yourself. And so I started walking along the beach and I'm, I'm channeling this, this song in another language. So light language is coming through. Oh, beautiful. And I end up, they're like, okay, here. And someone had placed a, there was like a spiral in, in the sand where they wanted me to sit. So that was, that was special, but um, kind of just a side note. I just, now I'm talking about when I'm seeing the spiral. <laughs> so I just sat and they, they just gave me this direct visual of what it was that I was doing. And they told me, it's like, you are, you're working with the portals, you're opening and closing portals, you're cleansing portals, but you're also activating the grid points on the planet. And, and so it just became so clear as to, it's like, oh, this is why I'm going to all of this is why I have this pull to go to these places. And so now it's incredible because I'm doing it with intention, right? Before I'm, I'm glad I was following, right? And we're going, but now it's like these retreats. It's like, okay, we're going to this location. 
Now we can do it in a group where we're activating the codes within the earth and within ourselves. So. That is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost speechless. It's like, wow, that's so beautiful. You, that, you have to let that sit for a minute. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's a good thing yeah. that we're recording this because then we can just replay it and replay it and replay it. Well, she actually, she showed it to me as these codes have always been here, but she actually went dormant to protect herself, not protect herself. Yeah, sort of just kind of dormant, right? We, we've been feeling that you can see it through history, like the last 10,000 years, it's the earth was in a different space. And she decided when it was time to activate these codes. And so this is where we're all feeling the shift in our own life. No one can deny that something has shifted in their life and and there's this whole like surge of people waking up and, and healing and it's because these codes are are being activated and and drawn it's honestly she's the driving factor for it all taking place and i'm sure we could all learn to activate the codes and, and to use earth that way to help more people awaken too. It's interesting too because we started this conversation talking about grounding and then integration. And now, you know, touching on on some of the light language, but the code activation and it's all connected. Yeah. Yes. It's not I think sometimes it gets segmented in, in this kind of community where some people are really good at grounding and I'm a, you know, I ground and that's right or I speak light language, but it's so connected. Yeah. And I think that spiral on the ground, to me, it just, just speaks to that fact that it has to be connected to work. Well, it is, it is all connected and it's all a part. I mean, I, I only speak from my own experiences. Right. And so it's like, I know for a fact that I, yeah, maybe I could be doing this, but it wouldn't be in the same effect, but I don't even know that I could say that I would be doing this if I hadn't done my own integration. I I don't know that it would even be possible. So to me, this is almost like the reward of it, right? <laughs> and it feels like that because <laughs> I can't I can't say, well, yeah, I I did so much work within myself in the clearing and and all that took place that I did allow myself to receive all the blessings that are there. One thing really quickly, we're going to have our own, or our own, we're going to have a dedicated podcast to light language, but just in a really quick definition, what would you say light language is? Because I think there might be some listeners who aren't aware really what Absolutely. it is. And so yeah. we've mentioned it a few times, so I'm kind of thinking, oh, maybe they don't quite know what that is. So yeah. What would you say that is? I would say it's a frequency, um, <laughs> a cosmic language that even if you can't, physically understand with with your ears your body will resonate and it and it, it moves you and it's familiar and light language can come in in many different ways so would a very simple definition be something like speaking in tongues would you say it's kind of similar call it um no i would more say it's like a, a cosmic it's more the cosmic more like a cosmic than, language rather than more of a religious of course that speaking in tongues is religious i guess i was just thinking more of like something that 
people would understand if you think of it that way. Not that it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. speaking in frequencies that yes. sometimes mm -hmm. they're here, but we're not aware. And the light language channeler picks up on that and transmute it with their voice yes. or with breath or with symbols. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Listeners, if you haven't checked that out, check it out. It's beautiful. Yes. But definitely it's go into depth on a future podcast with that mm -hmm. one. Yeah. It'd be nice to have you back for that. Oh, I'd love that. I want to go into... I'm feeling drawn to ask you this question because there might be somebody out there listening that could benefit from it. But you have had like a lot of trauma, really deep trauma in your life, really dark moments, very intense things. What was the thing in those moments that kept you going and that kept you alive mm. here with us? Yeah. <laughs> so... In in those moments, I I really have learned to trust that if if you have memories or really dark, really dark pieces that need to come up to be healed, it's not going to come up unless you do start feeling a little bit of safety, right? And so for me, it was actually in in my new relationship. So he was able to just be that ground for me and that safety mm. and so i and i i had the will right i had this this knowing that there was something that happened i just didn't remember what it was and so it it was a combination of that safety from my partner and then also that drive of just wanting to understand my story and it's I don't remember what your question yeah, was. What again, kept you going? What uh, kept me going? Okay. And the trust in yourself. Okay, so so that was the beginning part. And so like I said, I don't think that we'll be able to I don't I really don't think that our bodies will force us to go into something unless we feel safe Same. yes and so that that was the beginning for me and and as a member well and then i'm i'm grateful for my experience because i had i had began to reconnect with my with my gifts and with with the higher frequency beings prior to any of the memories coming in so i had i i knew i had that support with me and that gave me that gave me a lot of um, safety on on the other part of it, right? On like the energy yes. side of it. So that came those those pieces came in first, and then as the memories started coming in, that was where, you know, we talked about integration in the body. It was like I had to fully trust in my body as it was going through these memories because it was terrifying and I had no idea what was going on but it was like okay I just remember hearing a voice this is how your body is moving energy so just let it happen and so for me it's shaking like I said like I just shook 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 and so it was just this deep trust in my body then knowing it's like okay now I'm, I'm tired I felt like I just ran a marathon so how how can I support 
my physical body. Okay, today I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sleep. <laughs> Maybe I just sleep today. Right. And that's okay. It's a hangover from it. It yeah. really truly is mm -hmm. processing it. it. It is a hangover. Yeah. That's what I call it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was giving myself that permission without worrying about like, looking lazy or not getting to the dishes or the laundry it was like this is actually what what i need so that my body because after you go through those we, i mean it makes sense right we have to allow our nervous system to begin to regulate to this new feeling of safety because you're so and raw yeah yeah because a lot of us are walking around in fight or flight and so when we go through this and then we have this new regulated nervous system it's like oh well shut it like i'm just tired like i am exhausted i've been yeah. running on this high cortisol like adrenaline my entire life i didn't even know it yes uh, so but it it really was it was trusted myself and it was just a lot of mm, a lot of prayers and and finding outside support that i could talk to um and really just know like okay i'm not going crazy and this this is a real experience i'm so grateful for it because in a way i almost felt i feel like i almost did it by myself but then i had that this few handful of people that I felt safe enough to talk to about what I was really experiencing. And those parts never, or, or at least they wouldn't have felt safe to come out. The healing wouldn't have been yeah. complete in that way. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it gave me a sense of empowerment that I allowed myself to go through the majority of it just on my own with that deep trust. And in all parts of it, in in my soul, in my physical body, it's like okay, of course we know what to do. Mm. So I, I did survive. Aspect, the safety aspect that you brought up is huge. I think yeah. it can look different for other people, and you did a beautiful job explaining what that was for you. For me, it was finding a therapist that mm. I felt a hundred fifty percent safe with. None of my parts would have come out if I didn't have that. So that really resonates. And I love that because it's just, um, we have to find out what that safety is for us. Whatever that exactly. may look like. It could be therapy. It could be what you just described. It could be many other things. But So that yeah. could be the first step for somebody that's going through that dark night of the soul. Find your safety in someone else or in yourself yeah. and that trust in yourself too that you can yeah. do this and yeah. redefine what safety is you know safety is such a physical lock your doors at night mm. kind of a thing in, mm. in our society that we're talking a different safety on so many different levels spiritual emotional mm. mental and physical safety and, and yeah. finding the safe place that satisfies as many if not all of those things yeah. more lighthearted question strangest funniest craziest retreat person story <laughs> i mean so stuff's got to get a little crazy on the boat sometimes and come together <laughs> i i honestly can't it's like the people i don't we just like get there and and i've been so intentional about the people i call it and so it's 
everyone has their own like quirks sure right yeah. like there's some people that came on the boat and they didn't get in the water once so mm -hmm. to me that's like the most right. bizarre thing ever <laughs> but you just don't feel the need to jump in the crystal blue bohemian water yeah. i don't know <laughs> but it's, i don't really have like a, a big story mm -hmm. honestly I'm going to reflect on it because okay. I'm curious, but there's nothing that I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is fine. Power of intention. I mean, you said that the people that you call in and, and you've said intention a lot. And I think that that's a really important takeaway from this, that the intention to ground, the intention to integrate. Intention's my favorite word mm -hmm. because intention's everything. Yeah. It's yeah, literally it's everything. What is your intention behind every word you speak, every action, everything that you do? What is your intention? Yeah. What, it's everything. What is your main intention with the people that you help, your clients, what you see them? What's the intention that we hold for each of them? For them to know that they have, I'm not doing the work for them. I'm holding a safe container for them to come home to themselves. And they are not what happens to them they can let that be a distant thing of the past not i don't even know that it, it is a story but i don't like that word because that still comes with some like attachment almost mm -hmm. and so to just know that everyone has the power and and the ability to just hear and live and be in joy and peace that that really is what we're here to do and so my intention is just to hold that space for people to really remember that and and to clear any of the blockages, whether it's in their psyche or in their energy field, so that they can really feel what it feels like to to come come home to themselves. Beautiful. beautiful. So it's energy work in a sense, right? Is that is totally that what I actually like yeah. to call it like energy surgery. But a lot of it is a lot of it is going into the mind, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many parts that I've been able because of my own experiences, it's like, oh well there's a reason that you're you know, you have this constant feeling. So let's let's go back to childhood or yeah. maybe even past lives but a lot of it does seem to stem from this this life i don't want to say that all the way but a lot of it does feel like a hill that's awesome this was great it was amazing to to hear you channel these answers with so much wisdom and passion for what you do thank you for joining us it's been really cool so where can people go and book sessions with you or treats yes so my company is wellness alignment and the retreats wild wellness retreats okay. so online instagram thank you thank you bye everyone goodbye <laughs> adios <laughs> thank you for listening today if you would like to be a guest on our show or if you have any other comments or questions please feel free to contact us via our website which is realsoulspodcast.com you can also find out more information on the services we offer, such as distant Reiki, spiritual life coaching, and so much more.